The Hockey Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. From boosted same-game parlays to live in-game odds, WinBet has what you need to win. Sign up today, bet $100, and get $100 at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T. State restrictions apply. Everybody, welcome to the Hockey Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. My name is Talon Jenkins. Joined with our hosts, we got Ryan Gilbert and Joel Meyer. Gentlemen, how the hell are we doing tonight? Doing all right. You know, my bets aren't going too well, but I'm doing, doing fantastic now because Talon's back. I get to just sit back here. I've done a lot of talking over the past few nights, so happy to uh, sit back in the, in the uh, sidecar here and just ride along the uh, Talon Express. Hell yeah. It's another day in uh, Van City here. Today I saw... Uh, well, like a crackhead with uh, a baby Yoda crack pipe. <laughs> Both pipes coming out the fucking uh, Yoda's ass. It was uh, quite a disgusting scene, but pretty average for uh, what we got down here. It's a zoo. Um, but yeah, looking forward to the weekend. Lots of stuff going on. Of course, Final Four, uh, F1, Australia Grand Prix. What else we got? We got the, uh, of course, bunch of hockey. Valero, uh, baby. No, <laughs> not interested in that. I mean, it's better than match play, at least. At least that's done with. Uh, uh, there's something else, but uh, fuck it. I'll think of it later. Oh, yeah, there's some, some tennis, Miami Open, and I'll be checking that out. Uh, and I'll be opening weekend, too. Come on, Joel. I thought you're all aboard, you're aboard the Yoshi train. Finally in a proper time spot for uh, PST viewers. So uh, I can finally watch some tennis, but uh, most importantly... Uh, I don't know what's more important. Uh, hockey, yeah, let's go. <laughs> I'm doing good, yo, bro. I've had a couple of tough that I've been getting my fucking ass handed to me this week, bro. Tough night, tough goal for the late night tennis boys in the Discord. There, shout out to the late night tennis boys. Everybody in there, just you know, be a late night tennis boy. Shout out to all of them. Uh, but yeah, other than that, it's been, I've been losing bets. I've had a rough goal, bro. But that's all going to change because we're back in business, baby. Uh, let's jump right into this. Everybody go check out the Sports Gambling Podcast Network website. That's the place to be. Jolie touched on it. Tons of kick-ass stuff going on in the world of sports here. We got golf going on. A pretty crappy tournament for Valero, but still some money to be made. Uh, F1 this weekend is going to be cool. I think NASCAR's this weekend as well. Uh, baseball. Ryan, what's up with baseball? Is everybody happy that that's going on? What's up? Yeah, everybody's happy. There's been some injuries already. The Phillies blew a lead. So, yeah, baseball's back. All right, that's that sounds like baseball. That's good shit. Uh, what else is going on? XFL is doing something. USFL is right around the corner. We got NHL playoffs. They're boys. They're gonna be here in like two weeks. That's absolutely insane. Uh, NBA is doing its thing. Is March Madness still going on? When does that end? This weekend. I literally said like Final, Final Four, four. <laughs> oh, tomorrow, and then Championship Monday. <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay, well, there you go. So that's wrapping up, too. Still tons of good stuff going on in the world of sports, man. Uh, you can find all that information at the Sports Gambling Podcast Network website. Read the articles, bro. There's a lot of effort that goes into those articles. Everybody writing them does such a kick-ass job, so go shout that out. Uh, and listen to the other shows, man. Tons of good content on the network. Everybody's pumping out good stuff. Good way to win some money. If there's a sport that maybe you don't know too much about, you're like, hey, I'm going to listen to the podcast. going to win a couple bucks. So there you go. Check out the, our, the website. And, of course, shout out to all our friends and pals in the Discord. Uh, tons of new faces in the Discord. It's always popping off, baby. Everybody's in there. They're throwing bets. Everyone's having a good time. They're a support system, baby. Oh, Everyone in yes, the they are. <laughs> I knew you'd do it. <laughs> Everyone in the Discord is popping off, having a good time, man. So shout out to all my friends and pals in the Discord. If you're not in the Discord, you're not making money. And a friendly reminder that it's free, bro. Like, it doesn't cost you anything. Just join on up. Reach out to myself or Ryan on Twitter or something like that or uh, anybody else. And get your ass in the Discord, bro. Yeah, and shout out to all the listeners here. We had another record-breaking month here in, in March. So thanks to all you guys that listen, share the show, do all that good stuff. But uh, not a shout out to the people that have not uh, left us a five-star rating and review. If you listen on Apple Podcast, a five-star rating on Spotify. And you can also hit us up on Twitter at HockeySGPM with your feedback and, and any questions, topics, ideas, stuff like that. But yeah, uh, leave us a five-star rating and review. Th th those matter the most. 
All right, here. We're going to be quick about this next thing here. We're going to run through lock dogs and totals from the last time all three of us were on here. This is about a week old, so we don't got to go too crazy and do it. Plus, I think the boys covered it a little bit on some of the other shows there. Uh, these guys, I think collectively we all had a good goal, but these two fucking nailed it here. They both went 3-0. and uh, Julie was up 4.12 units. Ryan was up 3.04 units. Myself, I went 2-1, and one, up 1.4 units. Uh, yeah, Julie, pop us off here, buddy. Sure, yeah, I was having a horrible week. It was tracking towards my worst week of the season, but 10 fucking Saturday, 15 and 4, including all of these uh, three picks, uh, killed it. I mean, Canadians absolutely destroyed the Blue Jackets. Canucks beat the Stars on the road. Senators, Devils, plenty of goals in that one. I don't remember much. <laughs> yeah, I also went 3 0. My lock was the Bruins. I think they won that one 2 1 against the uh, Lightning there. Rangers, my baby dog at plus 100 uh, against the Panthers. I think they came back from a 2 nothing deficit, 1-4-3. My total was uh, Sharks, Flames over 6.5. Uh, that ended up being a 5-3 final. So I, I, I saw a 3 3 no night. Hell yeah. Uh, for myself, for my lock, I had the Kings money line versus the Jets. I think they won like 4-1 or something like that. For my dog, Leafs plus 125 versus Carolina. They could have won that game, bro. They had that was when they they tied it up with that goal that was allowed after the whistle. I don't know. If, I don't think that should have counted. But that's just me. Uh, anyways, they lost. Uh, and then for my total, I had Vegas Edmonton over six and a half minus one twenty five. Uh, what was the final of that one? I don't think anybody gives a shit. Four three <laughs> final in OT. That's goal, baby. All right, ads. All right. Uh, WinBet is the official online sports book. <laughs> I mean, I was going to say that we went over the. It's just a very fitting that the Leafs are, are the team that screwed us there. As you said, they probably could have won that game. I think they outplayed the Hurricanes there. So we were that, that close to a 9 0 show that we always talk about. True, true. We'll get it. Uh, WinBet is the official online sports book of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. WinBet is now active in Massachusetts and tons of other states. Be on the lookout for the WinBet Win Hour each Thursday from 5 to 6 p.m. Eastern Time during WinBet Win Hour. Marquee Games of the Week will have better odds on WinBet, giving you a larger payout opportunity. And March Madness is here. There's so many ways to bet on the big dance. Sign up today to receive a special offer. Bet $100, get $100, limited to state availability. And, of course, for our DGENs only, if you get the biggest long shot parlay of the week, you get $1,000 free credit. There's so much to choose from. All you have to do is head over to WinBet.com or download the WinBet app. Offer some change terms and conditions at winbet.com. Mostly 200 or older and present that they were played through them as available. If you or somebody knows a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. And for the Masters, if you're looking to hang out with Sean and Ryan at Stadium Swim and watch the biggest golf tournament in the world, the Masters, that's correct, you can win a three-night stay at Circa Las Vegas to hang with the guys. The contest is completely free to enter. Just go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash golf party. And if you don't win the contest, you can still get a discount on a room using promo code SGP15. And the Final Four watch party is going virtual. Hang out with the guys on their YouTube channel for the entire Saturday of Final Four action. Live bets, prize giveaways, and much more. Subscribe to YouTube.com slash Sports Podcast and tune in on Saturday. All right, here, gentlemen, boys. I'm going to let you guys know right now. I am so fucking cozy. I'm wearing, you, you know those hoodies? You know the hoodies? Is that no? like a, like a, like a, uh, I the blanket my... hoodies, you know? Is it like oversized? Yeah. Or just like long? Yeah, no, it's both. It's like oversized and long, and it's like fuzzy. But this one, it's, I got from a girl. It's pink. It's got corgis on. <laughs> I'm so cuddly right now. I feel good, gentlemen. And you know why? Because we got 13 games set for a Saturday, April 1st slate. Boys, are we ready to rock and roll here or what? Oh, yeah. Hell yeah, we're cozy, we're cuddly, we're ready to pick some winners, baby. First game on the docket at the 1 p.m. time slot. We got the St. Louis Blues against the Nashville Predators. Game itself is in Smashville. Uh, St. Louis on the money line, sitting at plus 130. Nashville on the money line at minus 150. Over-under set at 6. Overpaying off minus 115. The under, minus 105. Mr. Meyer, you had a hell of a week last week. Why don't you fire us off here, buddy? What do you got? Sure, we're going uh, with the Blues here. We went Blues once more. Um <laughs> I only have this marked as a minus 119 for the Preds, so plus 130. There's a bit of value there. Blues are actually playing better lately, especially offensively. Uh, still doing shit defensively and getting terrible goaltending. Um, but they're they're doing enough offensively to, to keep me interested in this uh, team. Um, they're actually getting quality play from the likes of uh, Kapanen and um, who else they got? You got Jacob Rana, and then uh, uh, there's there's this other plug guy. But uh, they're all producing. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're filling in for uh, the likes of O'Reilly and Tarasenko 
and uh, they're, yeah, they're gelling real quick. Uh, Sammy Blay, that's right. He he's the one. He came back, and uh, he he's been uh, of course he is a plug. Yeah, yeah, but he's familiar with the team, so he's uh he's overperforming expectations, as they say, and uh, I think that they'll do the same here with uh, the plus one thirty. Quite like that. Total is a mystery to me, though. The Blues, I mean, I want to take the under, but uh, Ryan said it a few shows ago, just uh, Blues are in some crazy games lately, and uh, you can't trust uh, them to go on. I mean, it was, it was like 0-0 halfway through the game against the Red Wings. I thought, okay, finally, we, we got a Blues under, and then, bam, there's fucking eight goals later, and uh, it was not to be. Um, but, yeah, give me the give me the Blues here for the uh, for the side. Yeah, if you take the under in St. Louis game recently, you're going to be singing the blues. And I am all over the blues here, <laughs> plus 130 in Nashville. Uh, Predators are just, I, I don't understand. We talked about this last night, Joel and I, how they're they are in a playoff or in a playoff fight still after trading Ekholm, trading uh, Janot, trading away Niederreiter, Johansson's out, uh, Yossi's out, Duchesne's out. I don't know how they keep winning games. So I don't know how they, really how they're favored here. The blues are, are playing some crazy games recently scoring a lot of goals so i think they're able to do that here uh yeah blues plus 130 and full transparency if you can find a uh, over five and a half at around minus 120 minus 130 uh take that uh but at six i have no play on the total oh i kind of gotta go with the preds here boys i know you talked about it they are in a bit of a playoff push here obviously um but more so i'm focusing around the play of uc soros i know that you know what has he won? I think he's one, two, three, three of his last five. So that's not a great record. But if you look at the games that he's lost, he's getting shelled like 45 shots against, 40 shots against, things of that nature here. So Saros is throwing up. Uh, do I expect the Blues to be popping off and getting that many shots on goal? I don't think so. They're currently 28th in the league when it comes to shots, averaging 28.6 a game here. So I think Saros alone should be enough to get the uh, win for the Preds here at home. Um, they have been struggling, man. But hey, Winnipeg could play themselves out of the playoffs here. So there's no, and they are playing themselves out of the playoffs. So there's no reason Nashville can't get this win. So I'm going to go with the Preds. Uh, and as far as over, under, oh, I'm going to lean towards the under based off what I, I can't say what I just said and then said, yeah, I'm going to take the over. So give me the under six at minus 105 and give me Nashville the money line minus 150 here. All right, moving down to the 3 p.m. time slot here. We have the Boston Bruins against the Pittsburgh Penguins. Game itself is in Pittsburgh. Boston on the money line sitting at minus 135. Pittsburgh on the money line at plus 115. The over-under is at six and a half. Uh, over paying off minus 105. The under minus 115. Uh, I think both teams are on the first night of a back-to-back here. Uh, Ryan, what do you got, buddy? Yeah, I know the Bruins have absolutely nothing to play for now after clinching the President's Trophy on Thursday night, but I, st- I still like them here, minus 135. I don't trust Pittsburgh right now. They haven't really won back-to-back games recently at all. Uh, alternate wins and losses in their past six there. Uh, Tristan Jari has been playing better. He did get the shutout against Nashville, but Nashville doesn't really have too much scoring there with their guys out. So I got to go with the Bruins here. I still think they're a, a deep team. They're going to try-, try to keep their engine warm as they... Uh, you know, coast into the playoffs here, but I don't think they're going to lose to a Penguins team that, you know, has lost to some pretty bad teams recently. 7-4 to the Red Wings, uh, lost to Ottawa before as, as big favorites, lost to Montreal a few weeks ago. So, yeah, the Bruins here, uh, they had a tough overtime win against the Jackets on Thursday. I think they get this one done, uh, minus 135. And I would lean to the under just in a kind of a, you know, Eve Allmark or Swayman, it doesn't really matter who plays. It is, is a back-to-back for both teams the first half. So, uh, yeah, Boston and a lean to the under. Tough game to call for me, even though my line suggests there's value on the Bruins. Got them minus 139, but uh, minus 135 is still uh, a bit too steep considering they did just win the President's uh, Cup. I imagine they had a few pops after that, and uh, this could be a classic uh, letdown spot, as they say. Uh, meanwhile, the Penguins have everything to play for, of course. That's why... Uh, that's why the line is what it is, but uh, it's, a, it's a tough one to call. I'm not going to advise anything at this price. I guess I lean with the Bruins just because uh, it, it should be higher. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, and, uh, yeah, the, I kind of like the over six and a half. I could see uh, the Penguins doing enough offensively, and then, then the terrible defense uh, gives up some uh, some chances the other way, and the Bruins get the power play going and uh, push this game over. So uh, a lean to the over, a lean to Boston, but uh, that current price is not, not doing much here. Yeah, I don't really love a side either way here. If I had to pick, yeah, I mean, 
you can't not take Boston anytime they're playing a game, essentially. <laughs> so <laughs> give me the birds on the money line minus one thirty-five. This team's been unreal on the road, twenty-seven, eight and two. Pens have been good at home though as well. Um, I don't know, it's tough, right? Like, like you just talked, or Ryan touched on too. They just won the President's Trophy, like. I don't know. They don't really have a lot to play for here. But, hey, you don't want to slow it down. And this is a team that knows how to win and knows how to win in playoffs. And they're not just going to blow past any of these games here. Um, so, yeah, I, I like the Bruins on the money line, minus 135. Now, I do like the under a lot in this game. I know Julie just said he was on the over. I kind of like the under here, man. Uh, from what I'm seeing, it's not confirmed. But I'm seeing that Swayman might get the start. Uh, don't fucking toilet bowl me if that's not the case. All right. I'm sorry. But, uh, yeah, you know, Swayman's been he's been unreal all year. If, if Omar hasn't been an absolute stud, you know, Swayman would be talked about more. And uh, Tristan Jari has been playing well. I think Ryan was touching on that, too. So you got two decent goalies here. Uh, not really a lot on the line for Boston here. Pittsburgh, yeah, I guess just still going for that wild card. But let's face it, they should get it. Um, but, yeah, I'll, I'll take the under six and a half minus 115. That's my biggest play in this game. All right, heading down to the 7 p.m. time slot here. We got the Toronto Maple Leafs, baby, against the Ottawa Senators. The Battle of Ontario, hell yeah. Game itself is in Ottawa, or we should say Toronto number two, because that's the building's going to be run over by Leaf fans. I love it. Uh, Leafs on the money line sitting at minus 140. Ottawa on the money line at plus 120. Uh, Over-under sitting at six and a half. Over-paying off minus 130. The under is at plus 110 here. Yeah, oh, boys, come on. I'm going with the Leafs here. From what I'm seeing, we might see Matt Murray back in Ottawa again, baby. He was played against the last time I think they played. It was a pretty high-scoring game, actually. I think it was like a 5-4 final we saw on March 18th, so a couple weeks ago. Ottawa outplayed in that game. I think Murray had like over 40 saves, but he was enough to get the job done. Uh, I think the boys are going to come out swinging tomorrow in Ottawa, you know, so why not? I'm going with the Leafs minus 140. Uh, team's been unreal in the division record, but so is Ottawa. But still, the Sens... Uh, they're done, man. They got nothing left to play for but pride. They do show up against the Leafs, though. So just keep that in mind here. If you don't like Toronto, you're looking for a reason to bet the Sens, you can do that. Uh, but I love the Leafs here, minus one party. As far as over-under goes here, six and a half. Let's get some fucking goals going here, boys. Give me the over six and a half, minus 130. Like I said, we just saw this game happen like two weeks ago, and there was nine fucking goals. So give me the over and give me the Leafs. Yeah, I completely agree there. I'm on the Leafs and the over. I, that, that game was a 5-4 shootout game where I think uh, Kerfoot got the winner. I think Joel and I are both on the Sens in that game. Sens outshot him 52-29, but uh, Matt Murray, whoever kept him in that one. And, yeah, Leafs coming off a loss. They don't lose back-to-back games very often. And I, I don't think the Senators are as good as they've shown. Senators also have key injuries. Uh, uh, Chabot's out. Uh, Chikrin's out. So Hamannick's doubtful. So their top three, their top four, five defensemen there are, are going to be out. And the Leafs are, you know, still without a rally, but, but they're, they're mostly healthy. So, yeah, Leafs at minus 140. You know, the Senators do get up more and more for these games. Hockey in Canada, as Joel says. But I, I don't think minus 140 is uh, is is high enough for, for the Leafs. So, uh, minus 140. And then, yeah, over 6.5, minus 130. Don't really trust uh, either either goalie here. The Senators give up four goals on 11 shots. The Flyers on Thursday night, they've been playing a bunch of over games. So, yeah, Leafs in the over here. Don't have much to add. I totally agree with you guys on everything you said. Derek Broussard, he's also up for the Sens. Not that he makes a huge difference, but uh, tough go for him. He'll have to have ankle surgery, I think. Mm-hmm. So he'll miss the rest of the year. Um, yeah, yeah, Leafs in the over for me as well. I don't have uh, anything more to say. I mean, it's just too cheap a price. Leafs for me is minus 172. So uh, I know you're getting the the uh, the discount because of it's the you know the Battle of Ontario. The Sens will get up for this game and all that, but uh, minus 140 is too cheap, and I imagine the line will go only one way from here, and that's up, up to the six, or really? it's down uh, to the uh, six, I guess. <laughs> well, good to see that redeems a horn of fucking moves the needle for us. Eh? Hell yeah! <laughs> yeah. It was. Um, all right, moving down to the 7 p.m. time slot. We got the Florida Panthers against the Columbus Blue Jackets. Game itself is in Columbus. Uh, Florida on the money line sitting at minus 215. Columbus on the money line at plus 185. Florida on the puck line sitting at plus 105. Over-unders is 6.5. Overpaying off minus 130. The under at plus 110 here. This Florida team, boys. That was a big win they had against the Leafs the other day. They, that might carry them into the playoffs. They're one point out of the playoff spot here behind Pittsburgh. Uh, Pittsburgh has a game in hand, though, but come on, man. Uh, and, and can you keep in mind that Columbus stinks? Like, they're uh, just a poor excuse for a hockey team at this point. They can't do anything right. Currently on a three-game losing streak. Uh, home record has been pretty shit. They're 14-20-2. Uh, yeah, I, I got to go with the Panthers here. How do you bet them? 
I don't necessarily love the puck line here, but I mean, Florida just had a big, or I shouldn't say big win, but a decent showing against Montreal, another shit team. They won 5-2. They covered the puck line there. So, you know, I got no reason to think they can't do it in this one. So give me the give me the Panthers a plus 105 on the puck line, over under. Give me the over 6.5, minus 130. Still a couple guys on the jackets that can put the biscuit in the basket here, but uh, I don't know. Maybe I'm just fading Elvis Merzlikens. Yeah, I'm also going with the uh, over 6.5, minus 130 here. I think uh, both... Both of these teams, neither of them can really uh, defend or have good goaltending there. Columbus gave up six to the Rangers, eight to Montreal, a bunch of straight over games for them. Uh, Florida, we know they can score, and they got called out by uh, Keith Kachuk, we talked about uh, last night. I'm not, I'm not sure if Talon saw that, but that, I thought that, that was interesting there. Um, but I can't lie, minus 215 on the Panthers. So if I play a side here, it's going to be Blue Jackets, uh, plus 185. But my best play is the over six and a half at minus 130, especially because it looks like uh, Michael Hutchinson could be starting for the uh, Jackets. Soft-ass Panthers uh, might not be the toughest team, but they got enough firepower to get it done against the lousy Blue Jackets. Panthers are going to win this game. I'm fairly confident in that. My line is minus 251. So, uh, yeah, giving the Panthers here in regulation, the, the usual business, whatever. And uh, team total, I like the team total in this one, uh, over four and a half, around minus 125. Uh, I mean, the Blue Jackets are uh, uh, not great defensively and even worse in terms of their goaltending. I don't know how they only uh, let in two to the Bruins, but uh, that happened. And uh, I expect that to regress uh, in favor of the Panthers here. Uh, Poor Michael Hutchinson. um, He probably won't even play this game. It'll probably be Elvis or Tarasov or some other fuck. But uh, either way, Panthers winning this game, no matter who the Blue Jackets put in net. Uh, um, their, uh, their, <laughs> their, their jackets aren't the, the soft and cuddly looking <laughs> thing that Talon's wearing with Parker. The Udi! The Udi! The blue Udi's. Um, no, <laughs> Panthers all the way and a lean to the over because I like the Panthers team total over. Um, yeah, like this game a lot. Okay. All right, boys. Moving back down to the 7 p.m. time slot here. We got the Buffalo Sabres against the Philadelphia Flyers. Game itself is in Philadelphia. Uh, Buffalo on the money line sitting at minus 120. Philly on the money line at plus 100. Over-unders at 6. Overpaid off minus 120. The under plus 100. Uh, Sabres on the second night of a back-to-back. They just beat the shit out of the Rangers. I shouldn't say beat the shit. I think it was one in overtime, 3-2 or whatever. But anyways, Ryan, going back to you here, buddy. What's going on in Philly? The, the, the Flyers are just continuing to to get wins and points that they don't deserve they're gonna gonna screw my uh season total point under bet they're probably gonna win this game uh plus 100 it's not really a a big dog there but buffalo on a back-to-back hasn't been good this season um four seven to one overall however they're four and two after a win so maybe they can keep those good vibes going into philly but uh tage thompson did not play tonight so I, i assume he'll be out on saturday and uh, as much as we like uh, Yuka Pekalukunen, he he's not Carter Hart. Carter Hart is slightly better than him. Uh, so, yeah, the Flyers would play here at plus 100. I do quite like the over six at minus 120. Uh, both teams can score quite a bit. Flyers have been, their offense has been good. Morgan Frost, uh, Owen Tippett have been putting up goals. So, yeah, Flyers and the over here for me. Uh, strict power ratings. I have this Sabres minus 106, but then you add in if uh, Tage Thompson doesn't go and the fact that the Sabres are on a back-to-back and the fact that they put in their best effort for their uh, rookie goalies first start in the NHL, Devon Levi. The Sabres won't be playing like they did against the Rangers today. Uh, I can guarantee that. Flyers, meanwhile, like you said, Ryan, they're, they're playing good hockey now at the wrong time of year, much like uh, <laughs> my hometown team here. Um, but, uh, so yeah, I like the, I like the Flyers quite a bit. And I also like the over six at Madison 20. Like I said, the Sabres, uh, they're, they're, uh, they played their best defensive game against the Rangers, but I don't think that they can maintain that level, uh, two games in a row when they get their other goalie in there, uh, whoever might be looking in, I guess. And I mean, uh, I like the over a little less now that Tage Thompson is doubtful, but, uh, I'll still take it. They got enough guys who could score and enough guys who can't defend. And uh, yeah, the Flyers uh, is hit and miss in terms of their goaltending, but uh, they, they do get involved in a lot of these high scoring games, especially with the other non-playoff teams, which the Sabres have to be at this point. Um, so yeah, yeah, give me the uh, Flyers in the over. Yeah, I'm 
I second what Joel just said there as far as when it comes to, you know, they they left it all in the line for their rookie goalie tonight playing against New York. So let's face it, they're probably not going to be bringing much to the table when it comes to playing the Flyers tomorrow night here. Um, and I don't, if it's either Uka Pekka Lukanen or if it's Eric Comrie, they both playing like shit right now. So I don't think it really matters. Um, you touched on it, Ryan, too. The Flyers, for some reason, are winning games, and I don't know why, but hell, they're doing it. So, uh, yeah, I'll take the Flyers at home at plus 100. You know, a little baby dog at home. Why the hell not? Uh, I'll take that all day long as far as over-under goes here. Yeah, these goalies suck. So, and I'm seeing maybe Felix Sandstrom might start, and his numbers have been absolutely terrible here. Uh, maybe they should try and pull that other uh, fucking Russian kid out of Siberia in some camp or something, get him back over here. But I doubt that's going to happen. Uh, but I'm going to take the over six at minus 120 and give you the Flyers, baby, plus 100. I got to ask, I don't know if I saw this right. Was Tortorella up in the press box the other day? He was. He was. We, we talked about that. I mean, I, I'm, I, there are many people speculating, many Flyers fans speculating that he may have a. Uh, a hand in some player personnel decisions uh, moving forward. So maybe he'll, he'll follow the traps route. And that's a good point about potentially Sandstrom starting this one. Flyers play in Pittsburgh on Sunday. They may save heart for that, but uh, we'll see. They that's... better got to play the starter against uh, Pitt. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just, I just can't get past this Tortorella thing. That's absolutely <laughs> bananas. This is a head coach. Why aren't you behind the fucking bench? Is that crazy? Am I... Uh, I, I thought it was more common than this. I guess not. I don't know. No. Maybe maybe it's just just preseason games. Coaches do that, but yeah, that's that's apparently he wanted to get a Bradshaw behind the bench and he wanted to see things from up top. And he saw the Flyers get a uh, <laughs> NHL season low eleven shots on goal. So I'm oh sure he God. saw plenty that he loved. Good grief. Yeah, <laughs> yeah they can't perform when he when he's not there to instill fear in them. Um, but yeah, Torts can do what he wants. All right, yeah, the Flyers are always uh, pretty good when they are underdogs, and we're also brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Underdog Fantasy continues their March Madness college pick It's a great way to get in on the action, especially if your bracket is busted. Plus, Underdog Fantasy has your favorite college basketball player props and great NBA and NHL daily games. Head over to underdogfantasy.com and use promo code SGPN for 100% deposit bonus up to $100. That's underdogfantasy.com, promo code SGPN. I was pretty sure both of you went for that game, but if I cut you off, I do apologize. <laughs> we went. It's okay. All right. <laughs> All right. Here, moving down to the 7 p.m. time slot here, boys. We got a Carolina Hurricanes against the Montreal Canadiens. Game itself is in Montreal, Le Habitant. Uh, Carolina, the money line sitting at minus 285. Montreal, the money line sitting at plus 240. Carolina, the puck line at minus 110. Uh, over under sitting at six and a half. Overpaid off minus 105. The under minus 115. Boys, I'm liking the Habs in this game here. I don't fucking know why. I, I've watched this team a little bit. I don't know what it is. I feel like every time I watch this team, they're in games. Maybe it's like a glorified or a dignified tank. And maybe, that you know, it's the Martin St. Louis factor. We talked about it a couple times on the show here. But what I've seen in Carolina lately, I haven't really loved. They currently lost three in a row. Let's face it, Montreal's not better. They lost two in a row as well. Um, but I don't know, man. I think we might see a little bit of an upset here. I'm going to take the Habs. Plus 240 on the money line. Uh, and then as far as over-under goes here, uh, shit, bro, I'm taking the over. I think we're going to see some goals. We just saw this game maybe about three weeks ago on March 7th. It was a 4-3 final. So based off that, uh, I will be taking the over. But uh, yeah, give me the halves for a little bit of an upset at home here. Give their fans something to, uh, something to cheer about. Yeah, this is a weird rivalry due to the uh, Hurricanes offer sheet to uh, just just Perry Cotton and Emmy there. But uh, Hurricanes have come on, out on top in uh, the last what five meetings there and, and most of them recently, but still I don't know if I can lay minus 285 on the Canes here. Not, they have not been playing well, a uh, tough loss against the Red Wings outshot them 33, 22 lost three straight for the past five. Hopefully they hang on for the uh, Metro division. I think they will, but um, yeah, for this one, if you take a side, it has to be Canadians plus 240. Um, and then for a total, I guess lean to the under six and a half minus one fifteen, but no, no strong play on this game whatsoever. I uh, love the Habs here. My line is minus two twenty five for the Hurricanes. They're just not playing well lately. I had to keep uh, downgrading them, especially after that game against the Red Wings. Uh, since uh, Svechnikov's gone down, they are outscored thirty seven to twenty five. That's a minus twelve, so uh, that's not good. And they're, they're, they haven't played the toughest teams either, and they were lucky to win that that game against the Leafs. Uh, and last Saturday, I think it was. Uh, uh, but uh, yeah, the the, uh, the Canes are not not themselves. I mean, they're, they're still getting those, uh, you know, the fancy stats. But it, it doesn't matter if if they can't uh, 
uh, put it in net. Like that, that it's it's much like Calgary in terms of their uh, low danger chances, but uh, not a lot of high danger chances, and then they don't have uh, elite goal scorers to finish them. So it's a problem there for the Hurricanes uh, uh, going forward. But uh, in this game too, with with the Habs playing here on a Saturday night. Uh, they'll show up for this one for sure. Uh, Mark Tan San Luis doesn't take any games off. He just has a shitty roster to work with. But uh, it'll be uh, good enough to give the Hurricanes uh, some more struggles in this one. I also lean kind of to the under, except it's, it's a Habs game and a Hurricanes game. It's a, it's a battle of opposite styles here, especially in terms of the over-under. So, uh, yeah, lean to the under, but I'm not playing that shit. <laughs> All right, moving down to the 7 p.m. time slot here. We got the New York Islanders against the Tampa Bay Lightning. Game itself is in Tampa Bay. New York Islanders on the money line sitting at plus 130. Tampa on the money line at minus 150. Uh, Over-under sitting at 6. Overpaying off minus 110. The under is at minus 110 as well here. Both teams currently sitting on two game-winning streaks here. Islanders have been playing some decent hockey, but boys, there's something about this game that puts me over the edge here, Okay. I'm going with the Islanders in this game as plus 130 dogs here. Do you know why? The Ilya Sorokin factor. This guy is playing up against Andre Vasilevsky. He wants to come out big dick swinging here and showing, you know what, Vasi? That Russian net has been yours for a long goddamn time, and rightfully so. But I'm in this fucking conversation too here, okay? So I'm expecting to see a hell of a game out of my boy Ilya Sorokin here. Big dick Russian swinging game. Big red flailing cock just flopping around. I absolutely love that. Give me the Islanders plus 130 here. Uh, as far as over-under goes, whoop, whoop. It's not a goalie game. We got a goalie game. I just talked about it, boys. Sorokin Vasilevsky. Give me the under six minus 110 here. Uh, some decent firepower in both teams here. Obviously, New York hasn't been scoring as much lately. Uh, but Tampa Bay, you know, they've been hit or miss over the past couple of weeks here. So I'm going to take the under. But I, uh, I think there's something to be said for Sorokin in this game. Give me the Islanders, man. Yeah, that's a great, great look on the under six there at just uh, minus 110. That should be a good goalie matchup. So I'm I'm going to join you on that one. But uh, I can't I can't I can't back the Islanders here. I got to go with the Lightning at a minus 150. They really kind of tightened things up since their uh, four game losing streak. They, they beat Carolina for nothing, beat the Caps 5-1. So they found something. They found the groove again here. So I, think, I like the Lightning at home minus 150, but I do like the under six at minus 110 as well. Uh, yeah, you know what changed? The Lightning finally got two days off. Uh, <laughs> now suddenly they're winning games, right? We talked about how they didn't have two games or two days between games uh, since the middle of February a while ago. And then they got two days off between the game against the Bruins and the Hurricanes. And I guess they made the most of it because they uh, won that game fair at 4 nothing, and then uh, dominated the Capitals. Um, so and, and Vasilevsky is uh, he's only landed one goal in his, his last 62, 62 shots allowed. So uh, clearly he's uh, getting back into form. So uh, I like the Lightning here. Uh, it's, it's only minus 143 for me, but uh, the way that they're playing, I think they're trending upwards in the right direction, and I might have to upgrade them further. I know the Islanders are playing decent too, and they're, they're getting into uh, playoff form as well and uh, solidifying their their position there. But still, I, I got to trust the Lightning here at home. And uh, now that they they got a just that extra day of rest could be a big thing. Plus, I think they got a couple days off after after this. I think that's what I heard. Yeah, they do. They don't play again till uh, Tuesday. So I think that they'll show up for this one. Oh wait, they don't play till Wednesday. So they'll have an extra long period of rest here. So give me the lightning. No real play on the side, but uh, I lean to the under. All right, uh, moving down to the 8 p.m. time slot here. We got the New Jersey Devils against the Chicago Blackhawks. Game itself is in Chicago. Uh, New Jersey on the money line sitting at minus 315. Chicago on the money line at plus 260. New Jersey on the puck line sitting at minus 120. Uh, the over-unders is 6.5. Over sitting at minus 105. The under minus 115. Blackhawks, oh, hell yeah. That sounded great. Blackhawks have been absolutely terrible. Uh, that's to nobody's surprise. They're pretty brutal at home, too. 14-21-3. Um, Devils haven't looked as great either as of late i think they've lost like three out of their past five or something like that um but you know what it comes down to and this was pretty big for me here i'm taking uh, i'm taking the devils on the puck line minus 120 chicago eight of their past 10 losses have been by two or more goals and out of those eight the past eight were eight in a row so if that makes any sense so uh i'm i'm fading the shit out of the blackhawks here give me the give me the devils on the puck line minus 120 as far as over under goals i'm going to take the under six and a half minus 115 i'm not expecting to see a lot of chicago goals here 
this this just hit me here. This this could be one of uh, Jonathan Taves' final home games in Chicago. Mm. He apparently was contemplating retirement due to effects of COVID or other other stuff there going on. But he's returning Saturday against the Devils. Uh, they have this home game and then a home game on the 10th and a home game on the 13th. And that's it for it for them. So uh, remember that fact. I think they're going to try to play hard for their captain here. So give me the Blackhawks up plus 260. Could see the fans showing up pretty big for uh, – what could be one of Taves' final games, uh, depending on how things go for him. I mean, they've lost seven in a row. The Devils are pushing for top of the Metro, just beat the Rangers. There's no real numbers behind it, but this is just a, a narrative play here. I, I can't lay that minus 315 juice, so might as well throw a half unit on the Blackhawks at, at plus 260 here and see if uh, Captain Sirius can go out on a high note. Leading to the Devils. They just have too much talent, too much speed. They can uh, skate circles around these Blackhawks. They're... Uh, not very good, especially now. I think we lost uh, Kershev, too, and I know getting taste back helps, but uh, he's been terrible, so uh, I'm not afraid of him. Um, but, yeah, yeah, I guess, uh, you know, it's a pretty fair line. My line is minus 314, so I, I lean to the Devils for sure, but uh, it's, it's a tough go here. Regulation price is around minus 185. That's what I would play, if anything, here. Uh, I lean to the under, though, under 6.5 and minus 115. Uh, Devils been playing good defense for the most part, and the Blackhawks can't score, so that that's a good mix there. I can easily see uh, a four-one Devils victory here. All right, moving down to the 9 p.m. time slot. A uh, bit of a better game finally. We got the Dallas Stars against the Colorado Avalanche. Game itself is in Colorado. Uh, Dallas on the money line sitting at plus 120. Colorado on the money line at minus 140. Over under sitting at six. Over paying off minus 115. The under minus 105. Jolie. What's up with the Avs here? I haven't really watched them that much lately. They haven't been on the radar. What's going on? Are they looking good? Are they looking shit? What do we see? Yeah, looking great. Uh, in good form. Winning games for the most part. Tough loss against the Wild last, last uh, was it was a Wednesday. Yeah, Wednesday. Uh, but had a couple days off now while the Stars, meanwhile, are playing currently in uh, Arizona. Um, and then they have to go up to Denver, which is not a good place to go on uh <laughs> Uh, on a on a one night uh, sleep there before playing again and that altitude, so I, I think that this is almost like a schedule loss, which sucks for them because this is a massively important game in terms of the divisional stakes. Uh, so yeah, I like the Avs quite a bit. My line is minus one sixty five for the Avalanche, so uh, yeah, minus one forty is a bit confusing to me, but I'll gobble that up all day long. And uh, total-wise, uh, I don't know. I guess lean to the under six, minus 105. But uh, I, I guess it's Wedgwood tonight in Arizona, I assume. But, uh, yeah, if it's Hottinger, I guess you like the under more. But, um, all right, once again, no play on the total. But uh, I like the Avs quite a bit. So, Ottinger's playing tonight. I think Wedgwood is hurt. So, okay. oh, we'll, see, we'll, we'll see Matt Murray. The fake, the oh, imposter yeah. Matt Murray. It's like the fake sting. <laughs> The fake Matt Murray, the other Eminem. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. So given that, I'm I like the Avs here even more at, at minus one forty. I think that'll go up a lot once that's confirmed for the Stars. Uh, I, I bet two units on them here. Um, I do like the. I mean, I like the under in general. If if it was under Wedgwood with Murray, I, I'm I'm not sure. You can't really trust either Matt Murray goalie as of now. So yeah, to just the uh, Avs here, pretty heavy uh, minus one forty. Yeah, mortgage the fucking house here. But get in on this now, because this line is going to move, uh, especially if uh, if Murray is confirmed to play here. Uh, Colorado, man, decent team. I, I just talked about it. I haven't really watched them much as of late, but I'm going to trust my boy Jolie's word for it. They're clicking. Are they Are they getting healthy finally? I know they were hurt for a bit. Yeah, it's basically just Lannis Gog and Lekkonen out now and Josh Manson. Okay. Yeah, so it's uh, we got the big guys back, uh, and uh, even Darren Helm came, came back <laughs> as useful as he is. Um, <laughs> The Helmster, he's back. Yeah, Bo Byram though has been on fire. I love that kid, and uh, yeah, it's it's uh, as long as we got McCarr, McKinnon, and a couple others healthy, uh, we're good. We're just the more important thing is we're playing better as a team. Um, none of this uh, lazy, complacent shit we saw earlier when they were uh, struggling even to maintain a spot in the playoffs. But uh, those times are gone. This is another team that is rolling right at the at the right time of year. Mm-hmm. 
Well, right on, man. That's exactly what I wanted to hear. Uh, big implications in this game, too, because the winner kind of uh, jumps up and is one point behind Minnesota for that first place in the Central. Uh, and that does matter, yo. If you can uh, if you can get into a wild card game for a series, that'll be important. So I like Colorado here, dude. Minus 140. Absolutely. That's got to be the play. Uh, over, under. Uh, kind of got to go with the over if that fucking Matt Murray's in net. If fake imposter stings in net for the stars, I, I hope my Nate dog, my boy Nate dog just pops in 20 and Kale McCarr fucking skates around the circles 20 times and then scores a couple goals. So, uh, yeah, give me the over six minus 115 here and give me Colorado on the money line minus 140. All right, moving down to the... Oh, my screen just went wacky. All right, we're back. Uh, the 10 p.m. time slot. We got Los Angeles Kings against the Seattle Kraken. Uh, game itself here is in Seattle. LA on the money line sitting at minus 105. Seattle on the money line at minus 115. The over under is at six. Over paying off minus 120. The under plus 100 here. Uh, when I first saw this line, I was like, what the hell? Why is like, I feel like the Kings should be more favored here? They are on the first night of the back to back. Uh, I believe the following day they play Vancouver. Um, Give me C or no, give me LA here, man. Minus 105. I definitely think there's some value. This team is still good, bro. Like, I think a lot of people are sleeping on this team out in the West. Um, they're currently seeing a third in the Pacific. They should be better. Uh losing road record, 18, 13, and 6. I was gonna say decent, Ryan. You got me, bro. <laughs> yeah, see, dude, losing road record. Um, but let's face it, uh, Seattle's been more of a road team. They're not that great at home either. So, uh, yeah, I just think the, the Kings are the better team here. You can expect to see them to show up. So I will take LA minus one Oh five on the money line. As far as over under goes, give me the over. If it's Philip Grubauer, if it's Martin Jones, whoever it is, they're going to get their tits lit. Yeah, this, is, this should be a good game here in the uh, Pacific division. The the Kings are up there still battling for the, for the, for the title there. I mean, the, the Kraken could end up catching them. I probably lean to the Kings here. Uh, the Kraken just haven't been that impressive. I said a few nights ago, they, they, they beat teams they're supposed to be and lose against teams that are kind of in their same level there. And the Kings are, are better than them. So, yeah, give me the Kings here, minus 105. Um, I do also like the under six at plus 100. Uh, Kings have been playing lower, lower scoring games recently. I know you can't really trust uh, Seattle's goaltending, but I think it should be like a really, really good, gritty 2-1, 3-2 type of game. Uh, I do like the game to go to overtime. Uh, both games so far this season went to overtime. 3-2 in Seattle, uh, they won. And then 9-8, Seattle won in overtime in November 29th. And that, that crazy back-and-forth game with uh, 17 goals. So maybe, maybe no play on the under there. Just uh, the Kings at minus 105. Lean to the Kings here, I guess, even if it'll be Phoenix Copley or uh, uh, Salo. My line is minus 102. Seattle are, uh, you know, they're not quite as good as at home. Um, but uh, it's not a strong play either way. Uh, under six, I guess the plus 100 is is a, a better look, if anything. But uh, since I don't have much to say about this game, the game after, uh, the Kings at the Canucks, a game that I'll be at, it's the border crossing game. And it's a double border crossing Ooh. game because the Kings, they fucking went from Alberta to Seattle and they go back up to Vancouver. I don't think Ooh. that's a great uh, spot there. So I love the Canucks on Sunday. Uh, pending the line, of course, but I imagine that uh, this stuff won't be factored in at least uh, enough to back me off of it. So, yeah, Canucks on Sunday, this game, pass. All right. Uh, moving down to the 10 p.m. time slot here. Yeah, the Minnesota Wild against the Vegas Golden Knights game. itself was in Vegas. Minnesota, the money line sitting at minus 105. Vegas on the money line at minus 115. The over-under sitting at 6. Uh, overpaying off minus 105. The under minus 115 here. Uh, is Minnesota on the first night of the back? Why are so many teams? Okay, they're not. So that's just There's a weird. lot of games on Sunday. <laughs> I know that's weird, eh? Um, yeah, so they're not. I Mark Andre Fleury is confirmed. If it was that, was that who's that other kid they got? Gustafson or whatever. Gustafson, yeah, yeah, he's that kid's been a fucking stud, man. If it was him and that, I'd be all over Minnesota here, but it's not. Mark Andre Fleury, he's been an average goalie this year. He's probably hovering around right in the middle when it comes to league average, a 2.81 goals against average, a 0.909 save percentage. That's fine. You know, nothing to write home about. But uh, Vegas Golden Knights, man. I've been liking this team for the past couple of weeks here. They've been doing well for me. I had a big win against them over the Oilers. Not the last game they played, but before that. Uh, so I'm going to ride with uh, with my Knights at home here. Minus 115. Decent home record. 22-15-1 and one here. Um, and then uh, the Wild on the road have been 20-11-6. and six. Minnesota is on a three-game winning streak here, but Vegas on a two-game losing streak. I think they're, they're going to snap out a bit and, you know, try to get right the track, right the ship a little bit here. So give me the Knights minus 115 as far as over-under goes here, man. 
I didn't realize Minnesota doesn't really score a lot of goals. I think Kaprizov is still out. So I'm going to take a little lean towards the under on this one. But I don't love it. Yeah, I mean, the, the both of these teams have kind of been winning recently, but kind of having fraudulent wins, getting getting outplayed. Uh, in the last 10 games, the Wild are 7-1-2. and two. They have the 10th worst expected goals for. Uh, Golden Knights are 7-2-1, and one, have the 6th worst expected goals for. Uh, Vegas starting to see some of that c- come back down to earth here with their losses against Edmonton and then San Jose somehow in overtime on Thursday. So, yeah, another game where I'm, I'm going with the away dog here, Minnesota minus 105. I think they are the better team. So, you know, uh, on the road, they're not as good as, as, as at home, but I think Flurry still has an upper hand over either Quick or Bressois for uh, the Golden Knights. So, yeah. Minnesota minus 105 and it's slightly into the under, but probably no play on the total. My line is a true pick in this game. It's minus mm-hmm. 100 each way. So uh, naturally I lean to the wild here. The, the, the Knights, like uh, Ryan is saying, there are uh, outperforming expectations and whatnot. And yeah, it's starting to regress. The wild, meanwhile, there they play this nasty, gritty, tough style of play that's very annoying to play against uh but uh it's effective and it does it doesn't always lead to the fancy stats loving your team but uh, it, it does result in winning games of course we will find their shooting percentage start to dip uh they're they're not, not uh, as good as they have been this this past couple of weeks uh, without caprice off in the lineup but uh for now i think that they can get the job done especially given how awful gold night goaltending has been um Quick had, a, had an okay start to his time there, but uh, he started to really uh, uh, show his true form. Uh, he was actually he absolutely dummied against the Oilers there. He looked like uh, Mike Smith on his better day. <laughs> uh, yeah, so yeah, give me the wild here. Also lean to the under six uh, as long as the uh, the goal night uh, goaltending doesn't mess it up. But it's, it's hard to see seven goals here. All right, here, moving down to the 10 p.m. time slot. We got the Anaheim Ducks against the Edmonton Oilers. Game itself is in Edmonton. First night of a back-to-back for Anaheim. I don't think it fucking matters. Uh, Ducks on the money line sitting at plus 360. Oilers on the money line at minus 450. I'm seeing minus 500 in other places. They are massive favorites, probably rightfully so. Uh, Oilers on the puck line at minus 195 on the puck line, for Christ's sakes. Over-unders at 7. Overpaid off, minus 105. The under, minus 115 here. I mean, you got to go with the Oilers. What did you say, Ryan McDavid to score a goal was what? What was that sitting at? One ninety five. Same thing as the minus one ninety. Holy shit, <laughs> that's insane. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I guess the team total is that the safest bet here? I think probably the only way to find value. What's that sitting at? Like seven and a half, five and a half, or something? I don't know. <laughs> Give me the team half. total. Four and you a half. What? Okay. You know what? I have to correct myself earlier. I said that the Panthers team total is four and a half minus mm-hmm. one twenty-five. I got to confuse with this one. This one is the four and a half four minus one twenty-five. I bet yep. both though. It was over three and a half <laughs> minus one forty. I think for the Panthers. Okay. So, team totals for me. Out. Uh, yeah, give me that team total in this game here. Give me McDavid to score a goal at minus one ninety-five. That's fucking nuts. Uh, over under here. Oilers uh, should get seven themselves. All right. So give me the Oilers minus one hundred five here. Docs yeah. got some players. They got some talent too. Like yeah, earlier this, early this week or last week, we were talking about could McDavid re- reach seventy goals, and he was four to one. And now he's forty to one to reach it. I think he's at uh, sixty one with like six games to go. Six games to go here. Oh uh, yeah, you got to go with the Edmonton team t- team total over four and a half at minus one twenty is my play here. Um, there have been thirty one times the Ducks have allowed more than five goals, including six goals or more in eighteen games and seven goals or more. In six games, uh, the Oilers, we know of, they're, they're kind of clicking on all cylinders here, scored seven against Vegas earlier this week. They're more than capable of putting up five, six, seven goals if if, if they if they want to here. So Oilers team total over four and a half at a minus 120. I did also sprinkle some on the five and a half and, and six and a half too, just a, a little bit, just to, in case this is like a, a 9-1 laugher. My line is minus 525. So uh, yeah, I like the Oilers still even uh even at that minus 195 uh, puck line price, uh, I already mentioned the team total, whatever. The total, though, it's a, it's a seven, and I, I don't know if I could trust the Ducks to score the way that their offense is uh, so bad, so bad. Um, and I think they're missing Troy Terry, too, now. I could be wrong, but uh, as far as I know, uh, he's not playing. And, uh, yeah, so give me the orders here as on the uh, aforementioned bets and i was going to say something oh yeah Stuart skinner was awesome against the kings he has uh some some 
flicker of life to win the, the Calder, actually, with uh, Beneers struggling since the All-Star break. Uh, he scored last night, but still has not been nearly as productive as he was in the first half of the season. So if you could buy Skinner anything over 10 to 1, I think that that's uh, an okay bet there. Uh, uh, speak, yeah, and uh, Sorokin, too, I think, uh, if you can find him at uh, 12, 15 to 1 to win the Vezina. That's a good bet, too. I don't know if Allmark's going to play the rest of these games. He's going to get some rest. And, uh, you know, Sorokin has insane stats. Like, I think he's going to set a record for uh, goal save of expected. Uh, um, so uh, he, he should be the one getting the reward. But he probably won't because it's uh, Allmark has a crazy save percentage. And um, not a save percentage. He has a, the goals against. And uh, he's only lost six fucking games. So <laughs> <laughs> the GMs are going to love that. And, uh but, uh, yeah, it's, I still think that there's a bit of value at 12, 15 to 1. Somewhere in that range for Sorokin Vezina and then uh, Skinner Calder. I honestly, like, I think we're, you're right. Like, Olmark's probably going to win the Vezina. You know, it's hard to say no, no to him. But Sorokin has had 300 more shots against than him. And that's absolutely insane, bro. Like, to me, like, that's... He's carrying there. He is, bro. Like, yeah, what he's doing is is awesome to see. It just kind of sucks that Boston's having the year that they're having for uh, for Sorokin's sake. But um, also, I just want to bring this up here. We talked about that this year. Ryan Nugent Hopkins has been fucking. A, he's been a stud, bro. This guy's probably gonna hit 100 points. He's got 96 points, 35 goals, and 61 assists in 76 games. Obviously, we know a lot of that probably comes on the peeper playing with McDavid and Drysaddle and shit. But I uh, gotta give Nugent's cookies, man. That's pretty cool to see. And no one's talking about it. It seems like yeah. That's crazy. Only, uh, I mean, McDavid, Drysdale, Kucherov, Kachuk, and, and Pasta have more points than him. So that, that's, I mean, only 43 of 96 were even strengths. So uh, <laughs> a lot serious? on the power play there. Yeah, that's a, <laughs> he plays 43. So yeah, that's a lot, a lot of power play points. Uh, for I wonder how many secondary assists he has, where he just passes the puck to McDavid, who passes it to Drysdale. <laughs> they don't ask how. They ask how many, baby. <laughs> is is news? more underrated or is it Braden point uh almost getting 50 goals somehow and nobody's talking about that either are you serious I what's he know. at oh he's at 47 wow yeah Holy shit. i'm at 101 to win the heart but <laughs> so I'm, I'm paying attention <laughs> yeah if you, get, you should get something for second place if you get second, yeah. like 50 percent i i think i think the awards are locked up though like i think the writers and shit like but by this point they they know who they're voting for they shouldn't but i, I think that's the way it is I agree. I think you're right. Uh, uh, it right. shouldn't be the first time there's some crazy upsets. Or, you know, it, it shit happens. There's usually one a year that uh, someone comes out of nowhere in the last 10, 15 games. It can happen. Like McCarr for the against Yossi last year. Yes, indeed. <laughs> that uh, was very fortunate. Right. That, of course, Yossi wasn't a big favorite like these guys. No, no, no. I'm, I'm just bitter still. <laughs> <laughs> All right, moving down to the 10 p.m. time slot. Last game on the docket here. What a fucking stinker we got. We got the San Jose Sharks against the Arizona State University Coyotes. Game itself is in Arizona State University. Uh, San Jose on the money line sitting at minus 115. Arizona State University Coyotes on the money line at minus 105. The over-under sitting at six. Both over-under paying off minus 110. Boys. Arizona's on the second out of the back-to-back. They're probably about to get absolutely shelled here by... Uh, who are they playing tonight? Yeah, by Dallas. They're already losing one nothing. It's four, three and a half minutes into the game, for Christ's sakes. But there's something about this team at home, baby. There's absolutely something about this Coyotes team at home. They turn into the 1980s Oilers, for Christ's sakes. They might not do it tonight, but they're going to do it tomorrow, baby. Give me the Arizona State University Coyotes. Give me them in regulation. That's how much I love them. The Sharks are absolutely shit. Their entire team is just Eric Carlson. They're on a two-game winning streak. Uh, everybody was going off that James Reimer had a great night the other day. James Reimer's a fucking nerd. He looks like the Shermanator from American Pie. And more importantly, from an actual hockey skill set point of view, this guy is so far out of position on every second opportunity. I watched him for years. And as a goalie watching this guy play, I was like, what the fuck are you doing? He'll make a save and he'll be flying across the net 20 feet out of position, just laying down like a fat slug. He sucks. So don't give me this James Reimer stuff, all right? I'll tell you right now, he's terrible. If you can't see, he just goes full fucking robot and just puts his arms up in the air and looks like a fucking puppet. So no, Sharks are shit. Even if he doesn't play, if it's Kakinen, Kakinen sucks too. And then you got my boy, Connor Ingram caught fixing games over in sweden let's go baby he's gonna be fixing for a win in this give me the arizona state university coyotes at home here in regulation absolutely love it as far as over under goals 
I think we'll see a couple goals here. Last time these teams did play early January was 4-2. So only six, actually. So maybe that'd be a push. Um, I don't know. I don't care about the total. <laughs> yeah, I don't have a total here. I do like the Coyotes, though. At, at home, minus 105. Um, just I think they're very similar shitty teams here, but the Coyotes are a lot better at home. Joel and I have talked about it a lot, but but Tom, what are, what are your thoughts here? Do you think there's some sort of like goalie sightline things as as a goalie like for Arizona knows it because Vegmelka I think has a save percentage of like 20 points better at home versus on the road, or do you just think it's teams don't come in and know how to prepare or do you, what what is your hunch on this? Well, see, I never played in like an NHL building, right? Like the closest oh, thing. But, but, like, but like you, different ranks. Arizona doesn't play in an NHL building either. Well, see that that's you're right. There there definitely is something to be said. I don't know from so I played in like a shitty junior building that held like two thousand people, and then a couple t- a couple times we would play in uh, Peter Ropeet's building, uh, the memorial was it the Memorial Center or some okay. shit like that. And you notice the difference. It's a full on dome. You hundred percent notice the difference. So I just based off that experience that I can you know kind of say that yeah yeah maybe that's the case. And he's just more used to playing in a smaller stadium here. Maybe there's something to that. I said that it was the lighting. That the uh, the, the shadows, shadows. they can fuck over the uh, <laughs> away teams who aren't used yeah. to it. And the shadow realm? Like, what are we talking about? That's exactly, exactly, what, I said. That's exactly what he said. <laughs> fucking Mordor, man. All right, bro. Fucking, you let him know, Yugi. Uh, um, yeah, I don't know. Maybe it is something to I, it. has to. Like, if the numbers are that significant, and let's face it, you know, Vashmilk is not the greatest. We love him. We love we love ourselves a good old cup of Vashmilk, but he's not the greatest goalie of all time, right? So maybe there's something to it. Maybe you guys are onto something here. All right, boys, that wraps it up. We're going to move down. We to didn't even talk about Joel, the game. No, Joel, Joel didn't <laughs> oh, talk shit, about the game. Did. Joel, <laughs> what, what do you well, I, I didn't even know what Ryan did. Uh, no, I said I said no play on the total. I do like the desert dogs. So. Oh, yeah, right, right, right. Uh, yeah, give me the give me the uh, give me the coyotes as well. Fuck it. Uh, oh, go, yeah. go Sauron um, win this game for uh, <laughs> the glory of the orc. Um, yeah, my line is minus one twenty five for the coyotes. Of course, they're playing the back to back, but uh, they're at home. And uh, the Sharks are absolutely terrible. Uh, I mean, they they played their ass off for uh, a couple of games, I guess. Um, but I expect them to go back to their tanking ways now that they go back on the road. And uh, yeah, like uh, Talon saying, James Rammer ain't, ain't no good, but uh, he was he was good for that one game against the the Jets there because uh, he's a Manitoba native and all that. Pitched the shutout, but uh, you don't think that he can maintain that kind of play. So still give the Coyotes the goaltending advantage. And uh, yeah, give me the give me the Coyotes here. The Mordor State University Coyotes. So at home, Arizona shoots 11.61%, which is the uh, best in the league at home. On the road, they only shoot 9.9% in the middle of the pack there. So there might be something to that. They're the best shooting percentage in the league at home. At home, yeah. Yo, that's absolutely sick. Also, that Clayton Keller is a fucking dog, bro. We talked about it a couple times. He is sick, dude. So uh, I think that guy needs some more cookies. All right. That wraps it up, boys. We're going to move down to our lock dogs and totals here. Uh, current standings. We had a big show last week. That kind of helps pump the numbers up a little bit. Uh, Ryan's at first place. He's all but run away with it here. He's 66 and 52 on the year, up 14.06 units. Julie's in second, 63 and 55 on the year, up 7.01 units. I'm 61 and 57, up 0.26 units in the green, baby. But more importantly, collectively as a show, 190 and 164, up 21.33 units, gentlemen. A little round. The boys here. I know it's pretty. It's a little early. We don't wanna. We don't wanna screw it here. Oh shit. Oh shit. Oh shit. Yeah. Can you hear me? I can hear you. Yeah, yeah. There, there's okay, something going on with the mic. There's like an echo. It's like it, it works though because you're like talking this up and it's like it's like repeating it. Hell yeah. It's like yeah. D- Joel, are you there? Yeah, I'm here. All right, are we're good. There? Continue. Carry are on. You, My you wayward there? son. Okay, we're off a bunch of units. Enough pumping our old tires here. Uh, both of you went three or no here, so I don't know who's gonna go first on this one. Do I throw it to Ryan? Do I throw it to Joel? Fuck both y'all. I'm going first, baby. For my lock, give me the New Jersey Devils on the puck line minus one twenty versus Chicago. I touched on it. Eight of the past ten Chicago losses have been by two or more goals, uh, and eight of those losses have been in a row. Uh, if that makes any sense. So give me the Devils on the puck line minus one twenty here. Uh, for my dog, Arizona. State University Coyotes, a.k.a. the 1980s Edmonton Oilers, a.k.a. 
the fucking Mortar State University Coyotes in regulation, plus 140 versus San Jose Sharks. I absolutely love the dogs in this game. Let's go, baby. Uh, then for my total, New York Islanders, Tampa Bay Lightning, under six, minus 110. I'm thinking a goalie game here. I'm hoping my boy Sorokin comes out in spades, and Vasilevsky's been absolutely on fire lately. I just want to point out that to this guy that said he was uh, making money betting opposite of our takes. Like, if you're if you're tailing any one of us, we're all positive so far this season, lock dog total. And overall, our, our locks, our dogs, and our totals are all positive, plus 21 units overall. So I, I don't know what you're doing there. But uh, my plays for Saturday, my lock is the Boston Bruins, minus 135 at the Pittsburgh Penguins. Nothing to play for, but I think they're still the much better team, and, and the Penguins are just completely shitting the bed, which is hilarious to me. Uh, my dog, I chained this one on the fly. I thought about taking this on the puck line, but Flyers, money line plus 100 against the Sabres at home. Uh, the puck line is plus 240 if you prefer that, but they're just winning these games they shouldn't win, and this is a game that they, I mean, it's, it's up in the air. They're, they're barely an under, underdog, so Flyers plus 100 with uh, torts either behind the bench or up in the press box either way. Uh, my total, Maple Leafs, Senators, over 6.5, minus 130. Don't trust either goalie. Both teams have uh, some good offensive pieces. So, yeah, take the over there. We should start tracking our plays in those two-man shows, you know. There's a couple, yeah. a couple of episodes I mean, now that, there's only now that talent is hardly around. Oh, only put in I'm, a show one a week. I'm going for a pack of smokes. Exactly. I was about to say that. <laughs> he comes back once a week. <laughs> no, no cigarettes in hand. Yeah, a couple of Donnies, bro. <laughs> All right, for myself, we're going with the Avs, minus 140. I'm pretty sure every time I lock them up, they lose, so hopefully I'm oh. not some kind of curse. Uh, but, yeah, they're going to beat the brakes off these damn stars who are playing tonight, and they're, uh, they're tied now with that uh, Coyote team whose shooting percentage likely went up <laughs> once more. Um, yeah, Dog, Blues, plus 130. Preds are just uh, too banged up and whatever, and, and this should be more like uh, closer to a pick em. Total Sabres Flyers over six minus one twenty. Um, yeah, uh, it's a uh, it's gonna be an over game. Uh-huh. <laughs> what the fucking <laughs> lap was that? Where did you buy just, that lap? I know uh, where you got. It. You got it at little bitches are us. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you nailed it exactly. That's that's the place. <laughs> <laughs> Collective plays. What do we got, boys? Make oh, sure cause... you leave a five star review. <laughs> <laughs> We got Joel out here asking for reviews. We love, love to see it here. Consensus play is uh, Leafs minus 140 and the over six and a half at minus 130 in that game. Uh, Flyers plus 100 and the over six minus 120 in that one. Habs plus 240. Huge dog there against the uh, against the Canes. Uh, Avs minus 140 there. And then the Coyotes minus 105. All right. There's a couple plays there. I don't know how well we're going to do, but there's a couple plays there. <laughs> Um, all right, boys, that pretty much wraps everything up here. Uh, everybody go check out the Sports Gallery Podcast Network website. That's the place to be, man. Uh, tons of stuff going on in the world of sports this week. And we talked about it. We got F1. We got NASCAR doing its thing. I don't know when MMA happens. There's slap. Can we bet on that slap league yet? I can't wait till we can. That's uh, going to be fun. Uh, what else is going on? Baseball is doing its thing. There's probably 90 baseball games on this weekend, so that'll be absolutely sweet. Uh, NHL playoffs right around the corner. NBA is right around the corner. We got the Natty for basketball coming up uh, for March Madness. So that's pretty sick. XFL is doing its thing. USFL is right around the corner. If there's any other sport, I'm forgetting. Golf. Valera, baby. Let's go. Corey Carters, bro. I think he's eight under second place right now. So, hell, that'd be good to see a Canadian get the win. Um, yeah, go check out the uh, Sports Gambling Podcast Eric website. That's the place to be. Read the articles. Give some love to everybody that writes them. They put a lot of effort in. There's definitely some good shit. Uh, and check out the other shows as well. Uh, and as well, shout out to all our friends and pals in the Discord. Always popping off. Always a great place to be. Always a good time. Everyone's always making money, baby. Shoot out the late night tennis boys. I'm sure we'll be back in action again tonight, baby. Uh, yeah, man, if you're not in the Discord, you're not making money. Yeah, I'm excited for some uh, late night KBO, hopefully starting soon. I know preseason was, was last week. So more more baseball to uh, bet on there late at night. And uh, if you're a baseball fan, make sure you subscribe to Baseball Money is Fake. It's a fantasy baseball podcast with myself and uh, Blake Meyer. Unfortunately, in no relation to the uh, sweetheart Joel here we have on our show. What do you mean? Uh, and, make sure, and make sure you subscribe 
to our show, uh, the Hockey Gambling Podcast. Make sure you subscribe to that feed and turn on auto downloads. That's where the podca- podcast gets published first, uh, post the SGPN feed, but also do follow there. And leaves a five-star rating and review. I uh, haven't had a, one in a, in a few weeks now. Getting kind of a bear out there. So not bagging yet, but, you know, just just please. I'll, I'll say please this time. All right, everybody. My name is Talon Jenkins. You'll find me at Twitter at Talon underscore Jenkins 94. You'll also find me asking Joel, do you guys put, like, bones on your table for Lent or Passover or some shit? Like, is that a thing? fucking voodooist man we're not down there in the bayou uh, no 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 what animal animal i was at i I was at loblaws today and some old lady was at the butcher and she was like excuse me i'm talking to the guy she's like there's no bones there you said there was and the guy's like oh i'll see if we got any in the back and so i asked him like yo you making a broth and she's like oh no i do it for uh for lent for passover we put bones on their table to symbolize something and i'm like oh shit all right i thought you were making a sweet fucking bone broth or something but i don't know uh, I I just, it must be a local custom i mean we do have the the palm sunday you know you get the palms and you make a cross out of it i don't all know right. if that has something to do with it but no i never heard of uh making <laughs> stuff out of bones well, it I sounds gotta, very I, uh like mexican catholic you know, she right. misheard it and thought it was bone sunday <laughs> it's always bone sunday I had some fucking bomb-ass chicken feet at Dim Sum last night. I can mail you some chicken bones if you want. I got a couple in the fridge. Don't talk about chicken now, man. It's Friday. Uh, I'm starving <laughs> for some steak. You got a few more hours, Paul. Hell yeah. All right, I am Ryan Gilbert. You can follow me on Twitter <laughs> at rgilbertsop. I'm Joel Meyer, and you'll find me at the Canucks game on Sunday with a certain aquatic creature from California. Hell yeah. Come back. The real hey. ones. The real ones, no. Not from Sweden, though. Definitely not. There's no sharks in Sweden. Of course not. (laughs) Peace.